0: April has been the cruelest month this year for dairy, with low prices and dump milk, even as Washington reacts with stimulus plans and a new round of loans to farmers. But will future months be even worse? Peter Vitaliano is the chief economist for the National Milk Producers Federation. He publishes our monthly dairy market report, available on NMPF.org, and he's been closely watching price and economic trends. Thank you for joining us again, Peter. My pleasure. So when we last spoke about two weeks ago, prices were grim. Uh, they're still grim. But what are we learning? Basically, the outlook for milk
1: prices this year took a huge drop uh, in March. Uh, we lost about $2.50 a hundredweight in terms of changes in the futures milk prices to, over that time. The first three weeks in April, we sort of hit a floor of about $16 a hundredweight U.S. average milk price for the entire country for the year. That held for quite a while. It gave me a little bit of optimism, but lately we've sort of broken through that floor, not heavily, not, nothing like we saw in March, but we're down maybe a, another 35 cents, 100 weight or so uh, from that. And I'm following not only my own forecasts, but those sort of uh, equivalent, but, but based on very different methods, equivalent forecasts made by uh, USDA's Dairy margin coverage decision tool. We don't seem to have yet uh, hit the bottom yet, uh, but I think what we've seen is that probably the worst—the worst—is going to come uh, May and June, and then some recovery after that.
0: So we've seen some major developments in policy this month. Uh, a stimulus package with billions of dollars for dairy passed Congress, was signed into law, and also new business loans are on the way. How might these programs interact with dairy's economic picture, and how can producers maximize these benefits?
1: The main policy thing we've been focusing on a lot uh, at the moment has been um, the recent, recently announced direct payments that will come to dairy producers to make up some of the income loss. The best way for farmers to, to maximize the benefits of that, quite frankly, is uh, to work with groups like National Milk Producers Federation that are working very, very hard to uh, on producers' behalf to make sure that those payments will be as advantageous as possible. They are the, there's not enough money there to make up uh, anywhere near 100% of the losses, but nonetheless, uh, there's a fairly substantial amount of money that is going to be uh, directed to dairy. Uh, in particular, there's about uh, almost $3, million, $3 billion of direct payments that dairy will get. USDA is working on a formula to calculate um, how those will actually be made. There are several issues that we have with that that we're working hard with the Department of Agriculture to address. Uh, One is that the the formula, which we do not know for sure, but have have seen some indications of, is going to give much heavier weight to covering uh, losses incurred in the first several months of this year. Uh, and much less so in the uh, going forward from April, at a time when the losses are going to be much greater. Uh, there are going to be payment limitations, on the size of operation, and we're very concerned that those will um, will be too binding to um, to be able to give an awful lot of relief to larger operations where the majority of the milk is produced in this country. And we have some technical issues in terms of calculating exactly what the price reduction uh, is going to be on a month-to-month basis during the period that this loss formula will apply to uh, in terms of how they actually will measure and take into account such things that are not normally looked at uh, in milk prices, such as the uh, much lower uh, payment rates for dumped milk and milk that is being sold at distressed prices. Uh, which we're seeing an awful lot of.
0: This is likely not the last we will hear from Washington in the way of stimulus. When you look at the next time around, what sorts of improvements or tweaks might you suggest to most effectively target this aid for producers?
1: There's a lot of talk about a, yet a, f- a fourth uh, package was really a supplement to the, to the third package, the CARES Act. We are hoping that uh, there will be a fourth package and that will include more money targeted to dairy. We would like... In an ideal world, we would work very hard for to get Congress to put some specifications on how that is directed uh, toward dairy to dairy farmers, so that the the decisions made that are likely to be made by USDA on the current payments might uh, give them some USDA some direction to move uh, in ways that we would like to see. Uh, Congress has generally been very reluctant to be very specific at all. Probably, an additional package is not likely to be that much more specific. National Milk is looking at a number of other options. Uh, These times are very obviously uh, uh, very, very uh, critical for U.S. dairy farmers and we are, the phrase I'm using is we're trying to turn over every rock, turn over every stone and look under every rock for ideas that we might be able to find, uh, including very creative ideas, basically to direct some relief to dairy farmers. Uh, one thing I haven't talked about is, uh, is that the, exist- the current package, the CARES, uh, the CARES Act, uh, does include uh, $3 billion for purchases of products, um, including dairy. Uh, we're estimating that there'll be probably a total of a billion dollars in that package for USDA to use in purchasing dairy products and to direct it through uh, food assistance programs. And we do definitely anticipate with the effect on the overall economy that the demand for, for food assistance for people who've lost their jobs uh, is going to be uh, spiking uh, and will probably stay at a high level for some time to come. As you can imagine, that's a very complex, logistically complex um, administratively complex business but we have uh, strongly advocated basically for that kind of assistance as well to help on the demand side to create an an outlet for milk that right now is being dumped and uh, we'll be continuing to work hard uh, with the usda and the existing uh, program and to see if uh, there's a possibility of getting yet more funding for that in a future package.
0: And Peter, you talk about this sort of ongoing need and, and bringing our focus back to the economy. It may, perhaps it's too soon to talk about a recovery. You've already mentioned that things may get worse before they get better, but people do seek comfort in the thought that this isn't going to last forever. What might a recovery look like? When we look back on 2020, does the price graph for the year end up looking like a letter V? Does it look like a U? Is it slowly rising flat? What would your crystal ball say?
1: What I've seen so far, and as I say, I haven't uh, made a fully fleshed out estimate of my own. I've been working with some others that I've seen and and some general intuition. What I think we're looking at is that we saw are already well into, let's call it the left hand of that letter you're talking about, the downward slope. Very substantial drop uh, from uh, say starting in February, look like, looking like it'll bottom out in May or June, and that could be a loss. This is just, again just for for losses for milk sales of somewhere eight between eight and nine dollars a hundredweight at its at its worst. The outlook now is recovery from there but at probably about half the rate so that when we get out to October and that's the last month that I think we're hearing is going to be used uh, in the, the loss compensation formula for the direct payments, uh, we will maybe have recovered about halfway and will still be $4 per hundred way down from what the outlook was like pre uh, pre the 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 bottom is, is, is coming up in the next couple of months. You know the outlook, the the picture changes literally daily, and we're going to be keeping a
0: very close eye on it. What else should farmers keep in mind over the next few months?
1: <sighs> this, if nothing else, this episode should reinforce the critical importance to dairy farmers to take full advantage of all the risk management programs they have available out there. These include. Uh, signing up for the dairy margin coverage program. Only about half of the operations and half of the milk signed up this year because up through the sign, the cutoff for this year's sign-up, it looked like there weren't going to be any payments. And National Milk originally conceived that program where you would sign up once at the beginning of every five-year farm bill period and treat it like an insurance uh, program where you, you, you didn't think about, uh, well, am I going to use it this year? The analogy is, if I don't think my barn's going to burn down this year, maybe I will you know, not pay my fire insurance premium this year. This, if nothing else, has been a very um, a very tough object lesson, and you can't really tell how things might turn out. So the half, the half of uh, the dairy farmers or so that, who did sign up for the program this year um, are going to be getting some very, very substantial payments. There's also uh, a couple of risk management programs operated through uh, not farm bill programs, but through USDA's risk management agencies, uh, the livestock gross margin insurance for dairy and the more recent um, uh, dairy Dairy revenue protection or uh, DRP program that will also um, uh, provide for those who signed up this year uh, will also provide some substantial payments. And USDA recently announced that they will, they will include um, those payments will include um, payments for milk that farmers end up having to dump. Uh, although, you know, at the time they signed up, they were expecting that they would be uh, uh, that they would be marketing that milk. And again, that would those programs would, would pay the difference between what the futures outlook for prices and, and dairy revenue was. At the you know at the time they signed up and what it ends up turning out to be, and particularly during the months of uh, March, April, May, and going on through the summer, uh, those are uh, those payments should be substantial because the um, the outlook based on the futures market changed very substantially as I had uh,
0: uh, indicated
1: to you just a little while
0: ago. Well, thank you for your time, Peter. Certainly. Uh, Be sure to look at NMPF's risk management page. You can get there from our homepage at NMPF.org for more of Peter's analysis and to subscribe to his dairy market report. Our coronavirus webpage, NMPF.org slash coronavirus, hosts previous podcasts as well as a wide range of information for producers and processors. We've also launched a Twitter hashtag to discuss what dairy's going through and the need for policy solutions. That's Dairy Never Stops. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play under the podcast name Dairy Defined. Thank you for joining us.